How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina, and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music, and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie, and Wrightsville, and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I am Jake Sherman. Welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, June 13th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, why Congress can't touch special counsel Jack Smith. Number two, Republicans come to an agreement in the House, for now. And number three, The Vault, a busy day for the financial services sector on Capitol Hill. All right, Jake, let's get into it. The top of Punchbowl News AM is a really interesting look at how there is going to be a lot of noise uh, in Congress, particularly among House Republicans, trying to uh, push back at Jack Smith, the special counsel leading the prosecution into former President Donald Trump, uh, who is going to be arraigned this afternoon in Miami on 37 federal charges. Certainly an extraordinary moment that's unparalleled in U.S. history, but this kind of effort to hit at Smith or try to get him to testify, we pretty kind of clearly debunk their ability to do much. Yeah, that's right. I mean, Congress is not going to have um, any kind of um, ability, like real ability, you know, like we're going to hear a lot of talk about doing things to the Justice Department, to the FBI, to Jack Smith, the special counsel, this is just not tethered to reality. And, and and by the way, the leadership might play into this because the leadership has its own issues that it's trying, you know, Speaker Kevin McCarthy has his own issues that he's trying to um, uh, deal with. But here's a few things to think about. Number one, everybody is trying to get Jack Smith to testify the Department of Justice to hand over documents. Ain't going to happen while there's an investigation. I mean, I... There's a a very long line of people, including Jim Jordan of Ohio, who wants to get stuff from the the Justice Department. While there's an ongoing investigation or an ongoing trial, they're not. It's not going to happen. Um, I would imagine, and Democrats imagine that that the that Jordan will subpoena Garland and Smith, and and they will be in. You know, Garland will be in front of judiciary at some point in the next couple months. Um, it's just not. It's not going to be fruitful while there's an investigation. And remember, there's also an investigation into Donald Trump's role on January 6th. This is not just his handling of classified information or mishandling of classified information. There is, um, or alleged mishandling of classified information. There's another investigation into January 6th. Anna, what say you? Yeah, I mean, listen, I think that clearly Republicans, particularly in the House, have been trying to defend the former president and have been doing it by trying to put pressure on DOJ 
to give documents up. And I think as you smartly point out in this morning's top, like that's just not going to happen, right? It's a, it's a fine talking point. It is what they are going to do to try to give some relief to the former president. But it, it's just with these ongoing investigations, it's not going to happen, you know. So that that is, I think, is kind of the the sideshow. I also think, you know, when you look at other things that they're trying to do, defunding Smith's office, for example. Again, I think, you know, maybe politically is a good red meat kind of base issue for Republicans. But that's not going to happen, right? Uh, Democrats control the Senate, and most GOP senators agree that that it shouldn't happen. And number three, Anna, the this is very different than Alvin Bragg's prosecution of Trump in New York, which was a very um, which was a, charges effectively that had already been passed. The, the federal government already passed over them. And um, the alleged mishandling of national secrets, um, uh, national security secrets, these are um, these are clearly in the federal government's purview and jurisdiction. And by the way, there are plenty of Republicans who didn't like the Alvin Bragg charges who are now saying, wait a second, this is like, this is serious. This is very um, real and we need to know what's going to happen. Um, the uh, I, I, I want to address one more thing here, too. Um, when. Robert Mueller did his investigation. Trump was president. Trump is not president right now. Um, and he has he's not a victim here in the sense that he could have made this go away. These charges would not have been would not have happened if Trump had just given over the documents that the federal government had indicated that they wanted. And he didn't. And according to the deposition, the Justice Department alleges that not only did he not give him over, but he instructed his lawyer to to basically effectively hide them. <laughs> That's what the Justice Department says to deny their existence. So it's just a very different situation. Um, this will dominate the news today. I'd, uh, uh, and I think that this is a um, we'll have a day. We'll have another day of just wall to wall coverage on Trump. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. All right, let's go to the number two story of the morning, something that we have been covering extremely closely. Speaker Kevin McCarthy and conservatives have agreed for the moment to reopen the House floor, ending an embarrassing week-long episode that put a finer point on hardliners' sway over the Republican conference. GOP leadership canceled House votes Monday evening. Members were slated to vote on the rule for two gas stove bills that lawmakers defeated last week. But instead, McCarthy and the House GOP leadership will combine five bills into one procedural vote this afternoon. Uh, this is, is ending an embarrassing moment for Kevin McCarthy, but, you know, and, and we'll have to see how long this detente lasts, Jake. Yeah. Um, so last night, the um, the House pushed off votes. They they for for procedural reasons needed to needed to vote on this um, uh, 
rule. They they defeated, a, as we've covered, conservatives defeated a Republican rule last week. This week, they were supposed to deal with it last night. They, instead of voting, adjourned, so they didn't have to deal with it. And now they are putting a bunch of conservative bills in one rule and passing it across the finish line or passing the rule across the finish line this week. Now, this is all the uh, McCarthy has had a, has a detente of sorts with these conservatives who are pissed off effectively that he um cut a debt limit deal and had Democrats vote for it. That's what he's pissed off about. Uh, but that's what conservatives are pissed off about. Um, and so this is having a cascading effect, Anna, with ev- with all sorts of parts of House Republican politics, most notably Kate Granger, the chairman of the Appropriations Committee, um, said that the panel, her panel, will mark up 2024 spending bills at 2022 levels, a violation in spirit, at least, of the... Um, Fiscal Responsibility Act, the debt limit deal that set budget caps on uh, next year's spending. Now, listen, caps are caps. They're ceilings, not floors. But it's understood when you cut this deal that you're not going to cut spending even more. So this, in my view, Brez, I think, feels a little bit differently than me. He's already softened my language in the the AM edition. But I'll say it here because Brez isn't here. I think this means their government shuts down. <laughs> I just do. I think we're. I think the government shuts down. I mean, I think it's a, a, a overwhelming possibility the government shuts down for several reasons. We're not in an election year. That's the political reason. Number two, if the House is marking up bills at 2022 levels, the Senate's marking up bills at 2024 at the agreed upon 2024 levels, and the House is dug in, how do you square that circle? I don't know the answer to that. Um, uh, one other thing I'm going to mention here: uh, Matt Gates, the the Republican from Florida. Um, who we broke last week is under investigation once again in the ethics committee, um, told reporters on Monday he expected McCarthy to renegotiate the power sharing agreement that they uh, hashed in January in the speaker's race. Now, McCarthy, uh, I think, would deny it's a power sharing agreement. But, um, you know, this is a uh, listen. I'm unimpressed by this episode's resolution, because to be honest with you, Anna, this just means all of these fights are going to be pushed to another day. Um, and that is a, uh, uh, you know, that's a reality with all this stuff coming up, FAA reauthorization, FISA, et cetera, et cetera. They're going to have to compromise. And this group of Republicans says they don't want to compromise. Yeah, I think you put a fine point on it, right? I mean, the idea that you have the Senate doing one thing on, on, on numbers and you have the House doing another thing, uh, and you have a body of Republicans who have found more power in just their ability to stay totally shut down the entire chamber in a way that they hadn't before uh, is, is certainly lends itself to the idea that getting a spending agreement is going to be extremely challenging. Uh, and we'll be, by the coming. way, they have a spending agreement. That's well, the issue. <laughs> one that they can pass. <laughs> so this episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com podcast. 
All right, let's move on to the number three story of the morning. Brendan Peterson and The Vault. If you're interested in financial services, he is the guy here in town right now who is covering all things uh, financial services for us. You know, really a great clip and save, frankly, uh, in this morning's AM newsletter, looking at all of the different things happening uh, on Capitol Hill with you have Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen testifying. You have uh, CFPB Director Rohit Chopra testifying today as well. And then you've got some interesting uh, action on Democrats fighting on GOP tax cuts. Uh, it is just a whirlwind of activity right now when it comes to what Washington looking at regulating different areas, uh, as well as what might happen when it comes to the the entire kind of you know tax system, uh, where you have Republicans and Democrats, you know, really in different positions when it comes to that. Yeah, a uh, big, huge, huge day uh, uh, for financial service policy people. Um, uh, Brendan might call them nerds. I would never call anybody a nerd. Um, <laughs> uh, um, listen, the big the big event is Yellen, Janet Yellen on Capitol Hill today. Uh, she'll be asked about everything: debt debt ceiling, banking, um, uh, ESG policy from Republicans, crypto. I mean, across the board. Um, uh, so I I think Brendan will have his hands full today. We were talking about how he's going to cover this. He's got a plan. I I uh, wish my friend Brendan luck. Um, but uh, also Rohit Chopra, uh, incredibly interesting, and the markup of the GOP tax bills, which are going nowhere. But um, they are a, um, a policy position for Republicans as the Trump tax cuts. Some of them are uh, moving toward exp- expiration. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Two quick things. Jake is going to be interviewing Mr. Steny Hoyer, the Democrat from Maryland, this morning at 9 a.m. You can join us in person or at the live stream and RSVP at the Punchbowl News Events Hub at punchbowl.news. Also today, Max Cohen is going to be providing commentary uh, at the U.S. Soccer Foundation match at 7.30 p.m. featuring members of Congress, Jake. This is a free event that is open to the public. Max is a soccer aficionado, also has his own soccer podcast. So uh, he is very excited, and we are excited to have him be featured as part of the Game Time Commentary. If you like The Daily Punch, please share it on social media. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. You can go deeper on everything that we spoke about this morning through our morning newsletter that is free. You can sign up for that at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.